Ever since this man came into the NFL in the 2017 draft, he's been running past people as though they are stuck in the earth. And not only does he score, but when he gets there, he's Lambo leaping or he's creeping on the sidelines in some of the best shades you'll ever see. Give it up for Aaron Jones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, first and foremost, you're wearing the glasses. I know that you're partnered with Oakley. I just need to know. Are you a big Macho Man Randy Savage fan? I am. I didn't notice. Uh, I was kind of taking a little bit of his look until um, I get on Twitter after the game and see see some of the posts and things like that. And I, I thought it was pretty funny. I, I thought it was accurate. I, I mean, if we, this is just me. If I were you, if there was, you know, when you score and sometimes there's a camera right there. I feel like if you looked in the camera, we're like, oh yeah. It would just nail it, dude, because Macho Man was one of the coolest dudes of all time. He, he really was. and pulled out a Slim Jim, too. Oh. <laughs> um, so, Helm, let's get into this. We're able to talk to you because of Oakley. What do you got going on with Oakley? Uh, definitely. I'm, I'm happy to be uh, – happy and honored to be partnered up with Oakley. Uh, I started wearing their, their visor last year, the prism and the solemn one on the field, and uh, never worn a visor before, but kind of fell in love with it, uh, mm. taking the light out of the game for me and things like that. Um, and so I was able, and our relationship grew organically, and through that I'm able to start working with them. And um, that's how I ended up getting these gold shades. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to pull them out when I score. Uh, funny story, I, I was supposed that. to wear them walking into the game, and I, I left them on the bus. <sighs> so I had one of our security guys go get it. And I was like, you know what? I didn't wear him on the. I didn't wear him on the bu- uh, into the game, so I'm gonna wear him during the game, so people can yeah. still see him. <laughs> I love it. I love it for a few reasons. One, I see that Oakley is cornering the market on uh, the 2017 draft. I see you and Mahomes are both rocking Oakleys, which is dying. First of all, your draft is crazy. The more and more I'm looking at who came out in your class, whether it's the running back position and it's you, Kamara, and CMC, or it's Mahomes and Watson, like the 20, and there, I know there's a lot more, but you, you have to have pride that you came out with that class. Uh, definitely. I mean, uh, I, I, we talk about it a lot as just the backs, but when you, like you say, you take a, take it and look at the whole class of players who came out. And, uh, I think it was some, True, truly a, a generational talent in, in, mm. in our class. And um, guys have been balling out, and I think they're just going to continue to do that. Is there a relationship at all, you, CMC, and Kamara? Uh, I'm cool, cool with both of those guys and uh, Cook and Dalvin Cook as well, you know. Oh, my uh, we, God. They're Dalvin Cook, too. Dalvin Cook, yep. <laughs> I mean, dude, I you, the, you guys are arguably the top four running backs in the NFL right now. Yeah, we our class was deep. Uh, I think Fournette was the first one to go in our class. Wow. Yeah, our class was pretty pretty deep. That's unreal. So is it? And and I know that you and Cook had to wait, and I know you had to wait a lot longer than Dalvin. But are there ever moments like Green Bay Minnesota game where we see it all the time, where you got like after the game, there's like that connection. You're watching each other the whole game too. Uh, I, I think I think we both had a connection. We were watching each other for sure. We're, yeah. we we off the off the field. It's a it's a a great respect that we have for each other, and um and we love each other's game. Mm-hmm. But uh, when we're on the field, you, you know you're you're competing, so you're like, oh, I want to do just I want to do better than him. So of course. That's a, but uh, at the end of the game, we we come and we dap each other up and let you know, let each other know we're proud of each other and c- continue to work. Um, I am 
as we become best friends, which I think will happen over time, I need, I'm a very honest person. And so I will tell you that I was somebody that after that amazing run that the Packers had last year, I was betting against you guys this year. I was like, I was like, man, I was like, you know, we, we see this a little bit. I was like, I, I think the bears, all that. And I said, the Packers, and I, I look at you guys now and I see the leadership and I see how LaFleur has it kind of going and I see how Aaron's playing, but I, I'm really looking at like you, Preston, Zadarius, Jair Alexander. I just see guys at every position where I go, man, they're a lot deeper than I thought. How great is it to prove people wrong for the second year in a row, including myself? Uh, it, it feels great, you know. Um, we know what we have in in our locker room, and we feel like we have all the weapons that we need. And um, you know, you you hear the critics week in, week out, and so uh, we we sit there and, and we we kind of we smile about it because we know we've been putting in the work. And um, like I said, we have all the weapons and tools we need here at our disposal, and uh, so we just got to go out there and put them to use. And when you have all your weapons available, I mean, mm. it's, 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 it's nice. You, you get your choice. Oh, and okay. So one, do you and Jamal Williams have like a nickname? Cause I feel like you were both on this super crunchy energy and I think you're both funny. <laughs> so like, is there like a nickname? We definitely, definitely got to come up with one. We definitely have to come up with one. Okay. Well, how about this? You are already macho man. He needs to be, he neither needs to be like a Hulk Hogan, something. Teen this up. Can, uh, I'm a little no. I'm a or ultimate warrior. Oh, uh, okay. You know, okay, let I him see. let him get creative. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, Devonte Adams is somebody I've had on a bunch, and he's always been confident. And at the same point, I know that it upsets him in the off season when the list comes out, and he's never on there. And I know this because we've talked about it, but I'm curious from when the list comes out to what we're seeing this season, have, what have you seen from Devante? Because it's, it's starting to get really special. It's already there, but it's getting really crazy. It's starting to get really scary and exciting to watch. I'm, I'm in the backfield doing play action or whatever, blocking. And I see the ball go and I see a swan seven. I'm like, Oh yeah, it's about to be nice. So, um, no, it's it's a true testament to him, you know. He uh, a lot of guys are never happy with where they're ranked or whatever. Um, but in his case, he he I feel like he was definitely right. He should have been up there. Um, but Tay's the kind of player who's I'm not gonna do too much talking. I'm 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 more of a show 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 you guy. And mm. so he was like, all right, I'm me and him me and him talking. He's like, I'm I'm gonna show him this year. Like I've been showing him every year, but they still don't want to give me my respect. So I'm like really have to show him like yeah so I, i'm leaving with no choice so that's that's what he's been doing he's been balling he's been making making everybody's job easier and i how many how many guys it. in the nfl because you guys are already some of the most incredible athletes that walk the earth can literally go you know what i'm gonna go and i'm gonna 10x myself right now and i'm gonna just turn into the hulk like how many guys in the league do you really think at any moment can go crazy crazy uh i'd say probably a, a couple is probably a handful like when they make up that when they have like one or mind, two per team type and, of thing hmm? like one or two per team type of stuff Oh, I say probably three, three per team. Like, gotcha. It's, it, I think it's all, it's all in the mentality. It's all in the mentality. But 
you know, when you do have those players, you don't, you hold on to those ones because they're, they're special. Cause I'm looking at Devante who uses outside motivation and gets, when he gets nuts, he goes wild. And then Aaron Rodgers, who like, if he thinks that you're disg- like disgracing him, like when I saw what you guys did to the Niners the other night, I was like, oh, Aaron is taking out all of his frustration from last year's two games out on that team right now. Like he's letting them have it. So him and Devonte Adams, it's like the petty Olympics, man. And they're so we, talented. We, we, we love the, We love the haters. We love the haters. We love the naysayers. And we, we love to keep doubting people wrong, you know. Um, mm. You could do, you could do a million great things, and somebody's still gonna find something bad in mm. those million great things. So you just stay true to yourself and continue to work. And you know, at the end of the day, you let your you cut on that 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 film, and you let your film do the talking. That's all that needs to be said. How are you feeling right now? How's the body? Oh, I'm feeling good. Uh, I'm, okay, I was good. excited to be back out there. Uh, I just wanted to get out there and hug the grass. I was so happy. <laughs> you, well, yeah, like. What is it like when you're separated from in the middle of the season? What is it like when you're separated from the game? Uh, I mean, so practice, uh, they were outside. I'm indoors working with the trainers. Mm. I get out there towards the end of practice. So you're, you're missing, a, you're missing a lot. You're not, you're, you're still around the guys cause you're in the meet, you're in meetings and all of that, but you're not around them at, as much at practice and those things. Uh, you're in early doing, physical therapy, rehab. And what, what um, was it, your calf? My calf, yeah. Mm. Uh, kind of like when, right up underneath it. I don't know. It was weird. Oh. When you have an injury, is it like um, – how, how do you balance between wanting to play immediately and also giving yourself the time to heal? Because I feel like most of these injuries are just let it rest. But for you as a competitor, that has to be in, tough. It's definitely tough. I mean – if I if it was up to me, I would have went out there two three days after it happened. Uh, mm. But you know, I guess that's why we have team doctors and trainers who look out for your best interests and stop you from doing those things. Because I it, it kills me not to be out there with my with my brothers. And so I mean, I I was I, I was a game time decision. I'm like I'm out there trying to really warm up. Like I'm gonna play like three days later after it happened. And um. But no, no thank you. Uh, this credit to our team doctors and things like um, training staff to do a great job. Uh, but it just – it was so fun being back out there. Just even uh, even on the practice field, like, I was just so happy to be out there. Uh, and then it's it's actually great that it's like a Thursday night game, so you get 10 days to rest up even more. I don't know. I think you guys bye. are poised for a pretty strong second half. I really do. A mini bar. Got eight, eight straight weeks. We ready. Hmm. Uh, I know that with going back to Devonte for one more, I know that him, uh, DeAndre Hopkins and Julio were all like kind of commenting about who's the best. I'll just tell you right now. I do think Devonte is better than those two guys. Like for, has he had the career of Julio? No, he's got to do it for like a decade more. D hop. I think he's faster than D hop. I'm curious. Where do you think Devonte ranks in those three? Well, Devonte is my guy. So I say he's number one, hands down. Uh, you know, those other two guys you name, I'm huge fans of. Uh, I mean, I, I watched DeAndre Hopkins a lot when, when he was at Clemson. He was my one of my favorite favorite players when he was there, uh, in co- the whole college football at the time. And uh, he's, a, he's a playmaker. He does special things with the ball in his hands. And he, he's like he got stick him on his hands or something. <laughs> <It's incredible. laughs> and then, you know, Julio's just a freak of nature. And like you said, he's been doing it for so long. And 
still doing it. And that's like that's Sundays is when it reminds me that I'm in the NFL sometimes when I'm sitting on the on the sideline and I see the defense in. And uh, I think this was two years ago. Yeah, it was two years ago when we're playing Atlanta and Julio makes back to back sideline catches like and uh, I think Joe Philbin was our interim head coach and he challenges them back to back. And I think it went down in the record books as the fastest two challenges lost. And, and I'm like, this dude Julio is real. So like, Man. and so I get to, I get to see it on my own team with the quarterback and the receiver. And it's just like, this is a masterpiece. When it, when the timing is right, it is art. Because it really it, is. I, I don't think people realize like when the announcer says, oh, he stopped on a dime. Like, I really think that if we videotaped some of those Devontae Adams route runnings, that he could stop on a dime. Like he is that accurate. I don't think people realize it comes down to the inch. And I don't think people realize how hard it is to stop on a dime. <laughs> that is hard. And he does it time after time after time, right side, left side wherever and that's one of the things that makes him special and uh, i was talking to my brother about it earlier and like timing and he, and he was like i, I, I watched the game a couple times and i'm like oh no a was about to overthrow overthrow 17 and he was like you see 17 put his hands out and drop right in his bread basket mm. and i was like it's timing and and that's the thing is it's so we were actually having a debate on my show a few days ago because people kept telling me that Patrick Mahomes is, um, he's great, but he's got a lot of weapons around him. And it's this annoying thing we do when there's a lot of good guys on a team, we actually start discrediting people. You know, we start saying Draymond Green isn't good or Scottie Pippen. And, and instead of being like, look how many great guys are there right now. Look and how many great guys they've accumulated on their team. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah, because I think everybody wants to be counter and, and all that, but, um, you, but you, you mentioned, but that's, but that's what you need. You need weapons to win. You, you need more than one, two, three guys. You need help. Yeah, you guys so, have seen what it's like when it's yeah, just you, you and Devontae. You, you need it. That's one of the reasons I think Kansas City was is has been successful. They have numerous amount of weapons. You can't just game plan for one or two. I mean, they have speedsters all over the field. That they have back multiple backs now. They can do it. And, and so, is you, my guy Lazard healthy? Is he going to be back? He's he's getting healthy. Hopefully, hopefully he's back. Hopefully he's back uh, this week or next week. Uh, we can, he, he gives us a big uh, some big I energy. Uh, not only catching the ball, he, he's a blocker too. He he, he mm. goes down there and gets very physical. He's a big receiver for us. The first moment where you realized Aaron Rodgers was different. Uh and practice. I mean, well, our first walkthrough uh, at the time, the walkthrough was kind of on a projector and they had like animated characters and it was my first time ever seeing, seeing something like that. And, but the, the dudes are literally blitzing on there and stuff. And he's like, all right. Oh, sorry. It's all good. It's a blitz. <laughs> it was the blitz. He was like, uh, this dude's coming. And time after time it would be that. And then we get in practice or the game and he'd be like, Hey, he, we would already have a protection call, but he'd be like, Hey, that dude's coming, get him. Or he's like, if that dude's not coming, he's coming. Both of them are yours. If neither one of them come, you run run this route. And it's like, he and this is when like he's standing back there next to you. Literally standing. He's already called the already called the play. All of that, and he was like, literally something like, oh, that blitz. <laughs> Every time we get to talking about the blitz, huh? 
Yeah. Uh, he he would uh he would literally turn and be like, "Hey, that guy's coming. He's yours." Or mm. check those two guys. One of them might come. If he doesn't, then get out. And this is your route. And you you should be open. <laughs> like things like that. And it's like, wow. Like were there you're, moments? You're able to tell this pre snap. Were there moments where like you're seeing this pre snap and you're seeing the accuracy and the location that he can put a ball, and you play a team that let's say doesn't have a great quarterback, and you see their offensive players, like. Are there ever times where you look and you're like, man, I, I don't even know what that feels like? Uh, definitely. I mean, because he's a – I say he'll catch the ball for you himself sometimes. Like, the way he puts it, like, I mean, I've, I've turned a couple times inside and the ball's like literally – all I had to do was go like this. It's just resting on my numbers. Like, and so it, it's – it makes the game so much easier. It's, a lug, it's definitely a luxury to have and. Totally. Um, I'm excited. I'm getting a, a getting to learn from him. Um, I, I'm excited for you guys. I can you tell me a little bit of just about Lafleur? I feel like for the national people, he's kind of painted as like almost Aaron Rodgers' little brother is kind of the vibe that I get, which I know is not true. But um, when when he speaks to the team, the way that he leads compared to other coaches you've been around, what kind of a man and a leader is Lafleur? Uh, LaFleur, he has a lit- lot of energy, you know, he, he makes, he, but he keeps it interactive. He keeps it fun. He keeps you engaged. Um, and then when, like when you're out there on the practice field, he might be playing quarterback, uh, with the running backs or, or he might be covering a, a mm. receiver or running around against the DB or and he's sitting there demonstrating how he wants it done. And so when you get that clear picture of how, how it's supposed to be done or how sure. someone wants it done, you can easily go out there and emulate that and do it. Um, do you think Aaron Rodgers should be up for the MVP? I definitely do think so. You do? I do. Mm. I'm going to have to start my, uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, for MVP stand. And then like debate me, uh, if you think I'm wrong, I I would, I, you know what, to be honest, it's, we do this every year and we start having this debate. It's wide open. This is the most wide open. I think it's ever been. that, but that's that's how I feel as well. It's, it's wide open. Um, I mean, I would say if you give it to somebody right now, it would go to the undefeated team. Somebody from the undefeated team mm. would be maybe a big correct, the, the correct way to go. If you ask me, yeah, I don't know. For me, for me, I guess it's it's either Russ Mahomes, um, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers. Um, <laughs> I, I I get excited when I watch Kyler Murray too, man. Like that guy, oh, holy moly! He, he he he's exciting to watch. He he, he I say he, he has those road runner legs, those meat meeps. Yes, <laughs> it, it, it looks like he's just floating over the ground. It does. He he's like shifting gears out there. It, it's fun to watch him. Um, but overall, I mean, you've you've now been in the league. This is your third season, I believe. Fourth, man, fourth season. If you were to go back to uh, rookie year, Aaron Jones coming out of college, and you're getting ready to go in a training camp, as I think I've lost you, you still there? So let me tell you, I'm the worst with phones, actually. So okay, Thursday night. Tell me. Bef- well, we actually left Wednesday. So Wednesday, an hour before we left, my phone went completely black. So mm. I just left it here. And so I didn't have a phone all the time. We're in San Francisco. And then uh, and then I get back and I had told my mom that my phone had died. Oh, well, it broke. 
and so she she was coming from Texas and she she brings one, well brings two actually. I tried both of them and neither one of them will work at first. And Man. two days later, both of them are working. One of them, one of them, I can only message and call from. The other one is strictly social media. I'm like, I, and I can't do two phones. I lose things. If so. this is your elaborate way of saying that Aaron Jones has a burner phone, that's okay. <laughs> We're okay <laughs> if you got one for phone calls and one for texts. No, I, I get I, it. I can't. I, I've tried it before. I tried to when I first when I was a rookie. I tried two phones, and I I couldn't do it. I I went to visit my brother in Baltimore, and I, I left one of them there. I didn't even know it, and I was like, you know, it's I can't keep track. Do you keep your phone battery above a certain, or do your does yours constantly get near zero? Always Mine is always at zero. Wow. So I'm like that too. I'll hover right around three, 4% and I'll plug in. I will only plug in once my phone starts acting really slow, very slow, (laughs) but you realize that we're in the minority. Most people need it above 90 at all times. Oh no, I don't, I don't need it. I don't need it. (laughs) All right, let's, let's do a little bit. Aaron Rodgers. You think he's a phone charged guy or a down to zero guy? Down to zero guy. Down to zero guy. Devontae Adams, phone charged, down to zero. Phone charged. Phone charged. Because he, he, he'll, mess, he'll mess with me. He'll be like, hey, I hit he, Like the other day, he's like, I hit you up. You, you couldn't even hit me back. And I was like, hey, bro, my phone's dead. My, my phone's broke. My phone's broke. <laughs> Likely excuse. I'm trying to think who, like your punter is 100% a phone charged guy. Oh, yeah, for sure. I would say phone charge. Yeah. I'm going to put this clip on social eventually because I want to see what range of battery people usually live in. I would say I live in between the 25 to 0%. <laughs> Most of the time it being on zero. I am guaranteeing that people are going to hear this and they're going to go, that whole conversation made me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> and I love that. I went, I was on a bachelor party one time and this guy was hanging around the outlets, continuously charging his phones. And I just kept unplugging it because I was like, you, you, you have to get over this. (laughs) Just put your phone down. Um, You don't need it that much, man. (laughs) Okay. So thank you for coming back on. We're glad that you're safe. Uh, we thought maybe aliens came. We weren't sure. Abducted me. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) But, but shout out to Oakley. Uh, and then my last question, just to give them more of a shout out for making this possible. When, when you put on the glasses, when you're in full uniform, do you feel like you have superpowers? I do. It's, it's funny you say that because I turned to some of my teammates the first time I put them on and I was like, I, I feel invincible. <laughs> and I, I also feel like invisible at the same time. Like, I can see y'all, but I don't care what you guys see of me. Like, <laughs> like that's what these glasses made me feel like. And that is the power of all. The power Nailed of it. <laughs> Aaron Jones, uh, congratulations on everything. Keep kicking ass. Stay healthy. Have a great season. And uh, proud of you, bro. We'll be talking soon. Yes, sir. Enjoy the talk. Thank you for letting me hang out with you.